Would you rather die with honor in war or survive the battlefield but compromise your values? Okay, what? That is a crazy hard question. That's just mean. (laughs) All right, well, today we're going to learn the importance of living with honor. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. We are the podcast where John always assumes he can be mean to me. Hey, there's no being mean to you. There's no being mean to you. Just jokes. This is the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Brayden, and my friend <laughs> over there is John. I, I'm glad you used the friend, the term friend, because yeah, that implies that I'm super kind and always just so thoughtful and mm-hmm. gracious and mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. good looking and <laughs> smart and. Right. But you could go on, but we should probably get to our story. It was you going on, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, right, right. My, my mistake. Hey, friends, it's great to have you joining us today. Uh, I have to say that I'm, I'm pretty excited about this summer. Uh, Braden and I work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp, and we get to hang out with young people all summer. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah, I it, is, it. it is super awesome. Actually, the day that this episode drop, drops... Mm-hmm. We will have been one day into our staff training, <gasps> and campers come in like mm, five-ish days. That's not very long at all. I think I'm not doing the math really well, but it like happens. Soon. Okay, now, like even though it's not that day, I'm s- even more excited. I'm now. excited and nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome. There is still space for you and a friend to come, so head to covenantbay.ca and register now. Yeah. Well, uh, last week's story was about David and his men getting back their families and possessions after their town was raided uh, while they were away doing other things. Right. David's men were, I mean, very upset. That might be an understatement. (laughs) As you can imagine. Long story short, they did get everything back and David encouraged his men saying to them, don't be selfish in what the Lord has given you. All right. Many... Many of these guys didn't want to share their newfound wealth after they kind of got everything back and then some. But, you know, David wouldn't stand for that. He made sure everyone shared. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about last week's story was that it was kind of this, like, like a, anyone who's a gamer, like a side quest. Ooh. Like a story that happens, uh, you know, amongst... With, within a story. A story within a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so there was like still other things going on. This happened actually while the Philistines and the Israelites were gathering troops for war. Um, and so the battle or the battlefield, that war is the scene of today's story. It is epic and gruesome. Okay, that reminds me. Yes. That reminds me. You still haven't answered the question. Um, yeah, well, that's because it's a super difficult question and I don't have an answer and it's mean to make me answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I'm going to restate it. Would you rather die with honor in war or survive the battlefield but compromise your values? I don't know. That's not restating it. You just said the same thing over again. I know. I really don't like the idea of dying. I'm still young and hip and and cool. And I got like so much to live for. Well, yeah, absolutely you do. Uh (laughs) But would you want to live with yourself knowing that you compromised your values, even though you're young and hip and cool? (laughs) Well, okay, that's what makes it so hard, John. (laughs) It is Uh, hard. I think that obviously I'd feel guilty for the rest of my life if I like comp. 
compromise my yeah. values, right? And then that's a terrible way to terrible way to live. That's you're just like living, but then you're living with guilt all the time, and then there's lots of shame, and then you feel bad, and then you're like, mm. why did I live in the first place? So, but then if I die, I mean, then I go to heaven, <laughs> which is probably a better. You, we talked about this last week. I overthink everything. <laughs> I yes. need more time. So, okay, I'll give you more time. I like you are processing it. Even though it's a super hard question. I need like a year or two. By the way, no, you, you, like, you get like 10 minutes because <laughs> at the end of this episode, I'm going to ask you again. Um, by the way, uh, that's the idea of this game, like the, like the would you rather game. Yeah. Two opposing things that are like impossible to figure out. Yeah, but then I ask you the question and you just ignore it. I Okay, I promise you I won't ignore it today. How's okay. that? Fair. Okay. All right. Uh, you get more time, but you're not off the hook. So the war between the Philistines and the Israelites, it began, and many Israelites soldiers, they were just, they just fled, which is... Like the it, odds were against them. They're like, the odds hey, were peace. against them. They're like, oh, peace out. We're going to go find a safe place to be. That seems like a bad army. Yeah, They're you not- know, <laughs> I can't say that I would do anything different. No, I can't either, but... but I'm not sure. I'd like to think I'd have more gumption. What's a good word? Gumption. Anyway, a lot of them died on Mount Gilboa, which probably prompted the others to to take off. Right. But Saul and his sons, they stayed in this battle, and things were getting fierce. It was not looking good for them. Okay, so uh, it says this in Scripture. The Philistines closed in on Saul and his sons, and they killed the three of his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab. <laughs> Abinadab. Abinadab. I love, I love these hard words. Hard, hard <laughs> and, names. Um, Melchishua. Melchishua. Now, full disclosure, like we brought, we've got pretty thick Canadian accents <laughs> and we're probably just saying it in a, some sort oh, of Canadian. It's, uh, Jonathan and Abinadab there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. Anyway, so the three sons of Saul were killed. Um, and the fighting grew really intense around Saul. And the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him severely. Okay, pause. Time yeah. out. Wait. Time out. Hold on. No, you can't time out. This is a battlefield. There's like uh, archeries flying. No, uh, arrows. There's <laughs> yeah, arrows flying. Um, There's no bows flying at them or archers. <laughs> Hopefully not. <That's- laughs> a whole archer is flying at them. That was a bad fight. Um, this isn't a hockey game. You can't just pause that way through. Fine, you're right. It's not a hockey game, but it is a story. So time out. Uh, didn't Samuel predict all of this? Yeah, we're going to get there. Just hold on all tight. All right, all right. Um, Saul was wounded really badly and he groaned with pain. He looked over and told his armor bearer to kill him, but the armor bearer wouldn't do it. Okay, you got to admit. Yeah. You have to admit this. Yeah. That's a pretty big request. Yeah, like, it's asking a lot. Uh, I don't think either one of us would have done what Saul had asked. No, I mean, there's no way. I, you're putting a lot on that person, person's like conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how long either of us would have lasted in battle, though. You know? Um, yeah, that's, that is a fair point. We already mentioned we might have been the fleeing ones <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. So Saul, Saul takes his sword. Puts the handle against something hard like maybe a rock or a sturdy piece of wood or ground. And then he falls on it. He kills himself. Yeah. 
That's, that's awesome. I mean, awful. <laughs> that's awful. Awful. Uh, okay, so I didn't really didn't mean to say awesome. That's awful. Yeah. So Saul, he didn't want to get caught by the Philistines and most likely tortured. I guess he thought it was better better to just die than to be captured. Once his armor bearer saw what had happened, his armor bearer then did the same. He also killed himself. That's crazy. So Saul and his sons died and his armor bearer. Uh, but they all died just like Samuel predicted. Yeah, you're right. So, okay, so why don't you read where we uh, read that? It's found in 1 Samuel 28, uh, verse 19. Okay. What's more, the Lord will hand you and the army of Israel over to the Philistines tomorrow, and you and your sons will be here with me. The Lord will bring down the entire army of Israel in defeat. I mean, that must have been really terrifying going into a battle with a, this prediction in your head yeah like and then in front of you watch your sons die in front of you so you know that it's happening like mm-hmm. you it's you know you're seeing um, it you're seeing it and then you get really terribly wounded by an arrow and then you assume that you're going to be captured or taunted and or tortured and i mean really just it must have been the worst day for Saul. oh an, an understatement, but... <laughs> 100% worst day ever. I mean, he, it was his last day ever. Yeah. Um, but, okay, not just for Saul, not just the worst day ever for Saul, but it was an awful day for all of Israel, too. Right. I mean, the Philistines not only won the battle, but they captured a bunch of towns that the Israelites had abandoned that same day. Yeah. So, and not Saul, a good day. Saul would have still been king at this point. Yeah, he was king. So, right it's up- like... To lose your king as a nation would have been a big deal, I can only assume. Uh-huh. Like, no leader. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so the next day they found Saul and his sons, obviously dead, mm-hmm. um, and they cut off Saul's head. They put his armor in the temple of their idols, and then they hung their bodies on the walls of the city Bethshin. Um, I... That's... St- <laughs> It's so gross. It's so gross. It's even hard to read, like to say those words. Yeah. I mean, we can't, we can't not include that part of the story because no. it's there. But this is the type of people group that Israel was fighting against. Yeah. Like they were, it was, it's pretty savage. What it's they brutal. Were, yeah. What it's, they were doing. It's, yeah. Okay. I couldn't, personally, I couldn't imagine doing such a thing. No, obviously. And I really don't like that part of the today's story. No. Uh, you're not alone in not liking that yeah. part. Yeah. Um, okay, so some of the mighty warriors from Jabesh Gilead heard this. I nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they broke through the enemy lines and, and got the bodies of Saul and his sons, and they brought them back for a more appropriate burial. You know, it seems like obviously they didn't like what was happening to these these guys' bodies. No, it's uh, death to sec- yeah Isn't that what it's called but i guess a pretty daring thing to go and do break through the enemy lines yeah go take down these bodies and and bring them back but not just daring i have to say it's it's a pretty honorable thing to do as well right they were trying to like do right yeah by those people so um, the, these guys <laughs> fasted and then for seven days uh they mourned the death of saul and his sons it was right it was a big deal. Kind of a proper funeral. Yeah. In that days. Yeah. So this is where uh, the book of First Samuel ends. We've been in this book for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul and his three sons have died, just as Samuel had predicted. Okay, Braden. before we get to our lesson, you need to answer the question. 
Uh, m- Would you rather like... die oh. with honor in war or survive the battlefield but compromise your values? Well, okay. I'd like to think that I would die with honor. Mm. But I don't know how I'd respond until I'm on the battlefield. Like, That's fair. I might I cry, quiver. <laughs> Which would not be against your values at all. No. I might, but I might like hi, like hide or mm. like rat somebody else out to stay safe. Or like, I don't know. Like, how it's do you hard know, know until you've been in that scenario? It's a pretty scary thing to be on a battlefield. Yeah. Okay. What about your answer? You you answer. Well, Braden, I am so glad you asked. Yeah, because you had time to think about Because I am going to choose option number three. No, you told me the rules earlier were one <laughs> option and option two. There's only two options. Well, bear with me. Okay, I'm going to choose option three, which is this. I would live a life of honor. Because, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Maybe. You know, <laughs> so essentially Hopefully. this means that if I'm on the battlefield and I die, then I would die with honor because I lived a life of honor. Right. I mean, that's the ideal way to go about it anyway. And, and hopefully I could do that mostly all the time. <laughs> I do. I do like that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sneaky. It is kind of sneaky. And um, it is answer. It is one of the options too. I, 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 I would die with honor because I lived a life of honor. Fair. Okay. But I do think it begs the question, what does it mean to live with honor? Like define that. Okay. Well, like we, we, we certainly saw Saul not doing that in his life. Like yeah, he did was not a lot of live examples. a life of honor. Yeah. He was he was pretty scared. Like he was seemed to be always afraid, which often prevented him from obeying God, which is not always an easy thing to do. And you do need to have courage mm-hmm. in obeying God. Yeah, he seemed to act out of fear a lot. Yes. Uh and then he would kind of in hindsight, when things calmed down, would then be like, Right, what did God want me to do yeah, in this scenario? Like, people need courage, right? Yeah, totally. People need courage and um especially if they're going to live a life committed to Jesus, not in hindsight like we saw Saul, but actually in action. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. So living a life of honor means obeying God no matter what. Okay, that's, I agree. And, but really it's no matter how scary or difficult it might be. Like Saul wasn't faced with easy things. No, no. Saul refused to obey God a lot mm-hmm. um, throughout his lifetime. And they were hard things that he was facing. Right. But at the end of the day, as a result, God, God no longer supported Saul mm-hmm. be- and became silent whenever Saul tried to speak with him. Saul made an enemy of God. He did things his way instead of obediently following God's direction. Okay, so our lesson for today is this. Live a life of honor. Obey God no matter what. And things, things are going to go well for you because you are, go- you are for God's good and God is for your good. Once again, live a life of honor. Growth Tip Time. Growth Tip Time. All right, a growth tip is a way for you to grow in a relationship with God. So what happens if you've already messed up, Braden? Like I... I know I haven't lived a perfect life. I have not always perfectly obeyed God. Mm-hmm. 
So what happens to me and everyone else who falls short, who just doesn't make the cut? Well, I, I think that's a really good question. Um, it says actually right in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it says this, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Right. Okay, I already established that I've I've messed up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I know everybody else does. Like, we can just right. see it. We don't have to be super judgy to right. know that people are are, you know, well, prone all, to mistakes. We're all flawed in yeah. their own ways. Yeah, but we're not alone so, in that. So, but but he, I guess the harder question is that yeah. maybe I'm getting at is why did God abandon Saul? Like, mm. it seems such a harsh thing. Like. I thought God was gracious. Right. And it seems like Saul's messing up and then God yeah. isn't there. Yep. Okay. So I think we have to look at kind of Saul's heart, maybe Saul's character. Mm. It seems like Saul was determined really to do it on his, in his own way, right? I'm not right. sure that he was abandoned by God as much as maybe Saul was abandoning God. Mm. Um. Saul really only followed God if it benefited him or in hindsight after the fact. And that's not really living for God. It's not really an honorable way to go about it. Yeah, I get that. You know, another thing, come to think of it, we mm-hmm. know about God. One thing that we know about God is that he's, at least been, this is my experience and what I read in scripture, he's, ex- he's super patient. Yeah. And he's extremely gracious. Yeah. And and if we look into scripture and it says in Acts 2 verse 21, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And actually we just see Saul not really calling on the name of the Lord um until it's kind with, of too late until with that genuine humbleness yeah. of like I've messed up and I'm yeah. ready to do it your way, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the growth tip is this. Know that everyone messes up and you can keep doing your best to live a life of honor. And that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, That's a huge deal. It is. All right. Thank you all for tuning in today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. Be sure to share this with a friend and do your best to live a life of honor. And if you mess up, well, call on the name of the Lord. He will save you. Remember that there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Have an amazing week.